There's good luck for New England pork lovers. Get ready for French toast stick wars and urban problems. Continue to dog some notable fast casual chains. Welcome to RB Daily, your daily dose of the most important news of the day from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Jonathan Mays, Editor-in-Chief of RB. And I'm Kelsey Nash, Managing Editor of RB. A measure that was expected to severely crimp pork supplies in New England has been postponed, sparing restaurateurs there from a new inflationary pressure. A new regulation in Massachusetts would have prohibited the sale of pork from pigs not raised under certain conditions starting August 15th. The ban would have even halted most shipments of pork through the state to neighboring jurisdictions. Under pressure from restaurant groups, Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healey agreed to postpone enforcement until the U.S. Supreme Court decides on a challenge of a similar animal husbandry rule pending in California. Wendy's breakfast continues to generate stronger sales. The Dublin, Ohio-based burger chain said last week that its breakfast business is on pace to hit $3,000 in revenue per store per week. That would be $1,000 more than the $2,000 the company says is the break-even point for the business. That day part has been steadily increasing this year, generating $2,500 in sales per week in the first quarter and $2,700 in the second. The company has expanded its breakfast business despite weakness among fast food breakfast overall. Get ready for the French toast stick wars. The major breakfast battle may be fought over French toast sticks. Wendy's last week introduced French toast sticks to its breakfast consumers, the company's first major product introduction in the morning. On Friday, Burger King began fighting to maintain its supremacy when it comes to that product. Burger King introduced French toast sticks in 1985 and on Friday began offering a free three-piece to its loyalty members. Burger King said last week that it lost sales in the morning day part, but believes that growing sales in the morning could be key to its comeback. Urban markets remain slow to recover. Just ask Shake Shack and Sweet Green. Both chains emerged out of the East Coast suburban markets where they gained strong name recognition and high average unit volumes that they plan to translate into good sales in suburbs and other places. But now that story is flipped on its head. At Sweet Green, its suburban locations now generate stronger sales than its urban units, and Shake Shack said that its urban units recovery has been slower than expected. The result has caused uncertainty with both chains' long-term growth strategy. Maybe they should try French toast sticks, Kelsey. I'd be down for that. And it's go time for a lot of restaurant SPACs. Last week, Fast Acquisition Corp., the special purpose acquisition company formed by former executives and investors with Ruby Tuesday and Pizza and Noodles, announced plans to wind down operations at the end of the month. That comes several months after a planned deal with Tillman Fertitta's restaurant and casino empire fell through. Several restaurant SPACs were formed in late 2020 and early 2021, when hundreds of investors formed those publicly traded shell companies. Such companies have two years to complete a deal or return money to public investors, meaning the deadline to get deals done is rapidly approaching for many of them. So far, none of the major restaurant SPACs have been able to complete an acquisition. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Tune in every weekday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jonathan Mays. And I'm Kelsey Nash. Have a great day. 